The following message is presented by Bayou Vista Baptist Church in Morgan City, Louisiana. For more information, go to the website www.bvbch.org. Now the message. So 1 Corinthians chapter 16 and verse 13, if you're there, say amen. And would you stand out of recognition for his infallible, inerrant word, serving as a final authority in all matters of faith and practice. And again, as you leave today, I want all of you to hear me and happy Father's Day. I pray God's richest blessing and protection upon your family and yourself. But as you leave, you are free uh, to some beef jerky. Come on, boys. Let me hear it. Beef jerky. Yeah, right on. And then Miss Judy was kind enough to make some really good pretzels that are covered with chocolate. So you're allowed to get one of each, and y'all enjoy those. And if you're half a man, you'll share with your wife. First Corinthians chapter 16, verse 13, and it very shortly says, Be alert, stand firm in the faith, be courageous, be strong. And then in the amplified version, it says this, be on guard, stand firm in your faith, respecting his precepts and keeping your doctrine sound. Act like men and be courageous and strong. Lord, we love you and we thank you for this occasion in which we celebrate fathers and those mentors, the men that have had an impact in our life, whether they be fathers, stepfathers, grandparents, Whatever the case is, we are who we are because we stand on the shoulders of giants. And so I pray on such occasions we will be still and know that you are God. You're the one that redeemed, the one who shaped us, the one who created us. And Lord, in this fallen, fragile world, you chose a human process to do that. And I pray we would give respect and honor where it's due. And Lord, I pray that as men, we would do everything in our power to be better fathers grandfathers, husbands, friends, employees, managers, and citizens of the greatest country the world has ever known. And it is in the name and in the power and by the blood of Jesus Christ we pray. Amen. You can be seated, friend. So in this act like a man, I want you to first see, and let's just go through this. It says, be alert, which means a man lives vigilant. So in our home, the, the idea that Scripture teaches or, or shapes is that the man is the pro- protector, provider, and I'm not being sexist in any form or fashion. It's just the model God gave. And that role for a man is anything but a sluggard, anything but a lazy man. It says to be alert, which means I am to be on guard at the threshold of my home at all times in all ways. And it doesn't matter what stage you are of fatherhood, I don't think your role ever really changes in regard to guiding your children to the truth about the one true and living God. So my role, in essence, and I can tell you, if you come in my yard, we have that little, um, what's that, that little camera on your doorbell? I'm going to see you. So our neighbor come over the other day and he, you know, he hit it and then he realized what it was. And he stepped back and he's like. <laughs> right, he's been caught. Well, so we're here at church and we get the ding and we're trying to figure out who it is. Friend, 
you come to my house, I'm on guard. Do you understand? And I tell you, you better be careful going to anyone's house anymore because culture's changed, hadn't it? You remember when you used to hear the doorbell as kids and you were like, hey, someone's at the door. Someone's at the door. Who is it? And you would go and everyone was so excited. Now you hear the doorbell and you're like, who is that? Right? Who would even knock on our door? Yes, the world's changed. And men, I think in large capacity, it's changed because we left our guard post. You see, in military times, in Bible times, even today, the role of the soldier, the warrior, the bold, courageous man is to stand guard on post and look afar for danger, but also to look up close and for what's near. And so anytime, men, we abandon that post... Our family is at risk. I, hey, I'm, I'm a southern boy. I got some guns. You Now, I'm, I'm a gentleman. How many of you have bought a gun and tried to justify it to your wife that it was to protect your family? Right? Baby, I just need this to protect our family. You got ten of them, I know, but one more helps me so much. So we've got this idea... We know what we're supposed to do. But the reality is we've abandoned our post. And the enemies that used to be far off are now at the thresholds of our home. And the risk has changed. We used to just have to fear the stranger. Now we fear the neighbor because we don't even know who they are. We don't, we don't develop those relationships. We don't go and investigate. It's not an active on guard. And this is what that word me- alert means. You're, you're aware at all times of everything. Man, when we go into town or we're walking across a dark parking lot, I just live on edge. I'm telling you because I, I counsel those that get hurt. And I'll tell you another thing that breaks my heart is the little kids that get hurt. I'm going to tell you, men, if you're sick enough to hurt a child, you're about as sick as anything this world has to offer. There's forgiveness in the name of Jesus Christ, but I don't want to catch you. And gentlemen, if you know of a child getting hurt and you don't do something about it, you're the biggest coward this world's ever created. See, we lost our, left our post. When you leave your post, everything that's valuable is at risk because the enemy comes to steal So man lives vision and says, be alert. And that alert means I've got to understand that my job never stops. My job never ends. And there's ways that I protect my house. I don't just, now catch, I don't just protect the front door. I protect what comes in every avenue that it can. Did y'all see that, um, that case this past week? Well, it happens almost every week. Some kid is, is reeled into some perversion because someone's pretending to be someone else on the internet or some of these sites. Now listen, mom and dad, here's what we've done. We've, we've discussed this, I believe, before. It's hard. And it wears you out. You know, we were, we were, got home last night after our journey. We were all starving. And the kids were coming at me at every angle. You ever feel bombarded? I always try, I felt like I needed to climb up a ladder so I could breathe. 
And they were coming at me, hey, can I have a snack? Can I have a snack? Can I have a snack? I was like, just do what you want. Just get what you want. Don't ask me. See, we just get tired. And I, I think Satan knows where eventually where the temptation is just to give in and, and be alert. We need to never give in. That I know there are risks and dangers, not just at the front door of my home, but in their rooms, in their pockets. And mom and dad, grandma and grandpa, you can't let your guard down for one second. There is no situation where your children need this kind of technology and this kind of access in their bedroom. I'm just going to say, this is probably an, you may think it's inappropriate, but this is where your kids live. There's a time we had to get embarrassed to go in a store and buy something that was perverted. They don't have to pay for it, and they've got full access to it. The greatest perversion man can imagine, they have instant free access to it. If you've got any questions about it, come talk to me. No, there's no time where you can say, I can, I can take a break, or I can let the guard down. It says, be alert. But why would you be alert? Number one, a man lives vigilant. Number two, a man lives God's precepts. It says, be on guard, be alert. Again, that guard is, you're not getting to my family unless you go through me. Let me tell you something else. Gentlemen and ladies, you know I love you, but this day I get to rough up on them, right? So no the way how boys, you tune in. Not only am I protecting my home, but I'm also protecting my marriage. That that, that on guard is, I made a commitment to one woman. For the rest of my life. And my job is to guard every avenue that would destroy, take away, demoralize, or demean that commitment. There's no excuses and there's no justification for anything that would harm that. Be alert. You know what also be alert means? Don't be stupid. You know... Have you ever heard that statement, if you're going to be dumb, you got to be tough? Now, there's things that the Lord allows in our life that are trials, tribulations. Temptation finds us. But I'd argue a majority of our hardship in this fallen world is a product of our bad decisions. And so, you want life to be better? Make better decisions. If you pay attention to Facebook, oh, and I don't spend time like I used to on it, but Miss Judy sent me a little meme yesterday about Louisiana. So what does it say? The mosquitoes try to kill you. The heat tries to kill you. And the hurricanes try to kill you. If you live in South Louisiana, make better life decisions. A lot of truth to that, right? <laughs> Friend, where are you at and how did you get there? Hey, be alert. But why? Why be alert? It says be alert and then stand firm. What's it say? Stand firm in the what? Faith. I'm not just standing firm for the sake of standing firm. I'm not just standing firm, right, to to be belligerent or stubborn. I'm standing firm for a purpose and that purpose is the truth that's revealed in, in Scripture. So I have a purpose not just to protect 
And that's not just my family. It is anything I'm associated with as a man. I love this passage. It's the only time in scripture it says, act like a man. Be a man. Man up. But I'm not just doing it to stand for something. I'm doing it to stand for the word of God that is above any truth. And if there's a cause for a man to stand for, it would be the standards and precepts. And it says, stand firm in your faith. And Joan, for you to stand firm in your faith, you're going to have to know what your faith is. You're going to have to determine who it is you serve and what it is you believe. Let me tack this on there. If what you know about God is what you, and all you know about God is all you've heard in a pew, you have no relationship with the Lord. If your limit of knowledge is what you heard in 30 minutes on a Sunday morning, there is a tremendous void in that relationship. It says a man lives vigilant. A man lives God's precepts. So I'm not just standing firm for the sake of saying, standing firm. So I can stay I said, firm and be a man. What defines manhood is not the idea of the world's manhood. Because let's remember, the world's idea is broken. It's fallen. God created Adam, right? He is the author. He is the creator. So he gets to decide exactly what it means to be a man. And scripture gives all the truths. Thou shalt not lie. Thou shalt not covet. Thou shalt not take anything that's not yours. And so he says, no, you're not just being vigilant, but you're being vigilant because that's what you're commanded to do. And a man is faithful. A man is not unfaithful. A little boy is. Do you understand? A man doesn't struggle with faithfulness. A man has discipline. A little boy steals. Do you realize that? You steal a moment from a woman that's not your wife. You a little immature little boy. You look at an image that's not your spouse. You ain't nothing but a robbing, thieving little boy who needs his little hind end whooped. Let's keep going. Why you never heard a preacher say that? We're in a place we'd never been before, folks. And we got here because we soft. A man lives vigilant, but a man knows what he believes. And a man says, hey, this this is who I am because this is who God called me to be. This is who he created me to be. So I can't not stand firm because and be alert. That is the command. I've got to wake up. I've got to see what the world is through God's eyes. So this faith, the, his precepts and his truth, the doctrine, and doctrine means... I know we use that word a lot, and doctrine means what you have found out to be true in your study of God. Like what the truth, and then its application into your life. It's the standards, it's the precepts that you hold true as a result of studying Scripture. And so not only am I supposed to be, listen strong and courageous, I'm supposed to be smart. Yeah. That's a challenge for most of us. Door, huh? Door, boy, what did you say? No, no, I'm supposed to be 
everything he called me to be. And scripture tells us to be harmless as a dove, but wise as a serpent. So not only am I on guard, but I'm watching anything that may harm. And I know what truth is. And when something is not true, it is a risk. Does that make sense? And so I have not only the ability to act as a man, but I have the knowledge and the intellect, the understanding and the education from God's Word to know when and where and how to act. You see, it's it's a full picture. One, a man lives vigilant. He stands alert. Number two, a man stands firm. A man doesn't cower, a man doesn't justify, a man doesn't lie. A man doesn't lie. Number three, a man lives courageous and strong. Gentlemen, let's wrap this thing up. I'm about ready for some lunch. You know I can't get off my mind? We're doing shrimp. That's right. Now, I moved down here, and I like, I love shrimp. Do you know what I found out? There's something better than shrimp. Bacon-wrapped shrimp. <laughs> I don't know where that's been all my life. So that's what we eat, and I can't quit thinking about them little dudes. I'm just, I'm just going to eat them like this. Anyway, let's go. A man lives courageous in song. So be alert, stand firm. Not just stand firm, but stand firm in the faith. Know what you believe and why. Live it out. If you if you believe it, you live it. Does everybody get that point? If you ain't living it, you don't believe it. Plain and simple. Let's keep going. Be strong. Be courageous and be strong. I mean, I think the strong does have an application into in taking care of yourself. I mean, we ought to take as good a care as we can of the bodies God's entrusted us to, but it is bigger than that. That strong is, I know what I believe, I'm resilient, I'm bound, my feet are cemented in the foundation of the truths of God's word, but I'm going to be courageous. Guess what? If I see someone marching at the gates of what I'm responsible for. I'm not going to stand here and wait for the trouble to come. I'm going to go investigate what's going on. Because I've got the knowledge. I've got the faith. I've got the protection from Him. But I am the protector. He told me to be alert. And so when someone... I can tell you when your son comes over to date my daughter. I'm going to meet him at the road. I'm going to take my shirt off, put on some really short shorts, (laughs) and I'm going to meet him right there before he comes in my driveway because he's a potential risk. Do you realize? I don't trust boys. Now I'll trust a man, but I don't trust a boy. You see, a man knows what he has. A boy doesn't appreciate anything he's got. A boy doesn't understand that you've worked hard for what you got, so he's going to protect that too. A man does. Now, I'm going to meet that boy. I'm not going to be out there with a gun, just half naked. Anyway, I'm just kidding. 
I'm going to bring him into my home and we're going to sit down and we're going to have a discussion because I've been called to be alert and stand firm. And we need to have a discussion about what God's precepts are. And I know dating is just the cliche we always talk about, but it's just an illustration of my job is not, oh, I like his truck. Looks like he's, I hear he's got a good job. Take my baby girl and go. Negative. I'll tell you this, when your group, my boys bring your girls over, I ain't trusting my boys. They ain't going in my, their room alone. I'm, I'm responsible for what happens in my home. That makes sense? Friend, we're, we used to be responsible for what happened in this country. We used to take ownership when things went awry. We used to have an attitude to do something about it. Do you realize this country was built on a bunch of rebels? Rebels that had faith. I ain't starting to stir the pot, but it's time to take the guard station back and run whatever risk is ahead of us as far as we can run it. And that'll be determined by how strong we are. I pulled the boys. Uh, they've been going to the gym with me and it's good man time. But the other day I caught him out in the yard and, you know, I wish I'd have spent and trying to spend more time teaching them what it means to be a man of God rather than just a strong, courageous man. But I was just telling him if dad's at work and someone comes to hurt our family, you stop at nothing. Until whatever threat is before our family is resolved completely. See, a man has to be worse idealistically. He has to be capable of the worst possible evil. Because when you're trusted with something to protect, there can be nothing that will stop you. What have we allowed to stop us? Threats. Not even real they're fictitious at best most of the time. Our opposition is created and we cower. But I said, boys, you, you realize if something happens and, and, and I'm not here, then you got to do everything, whatever it takes. And so I'd say, men, whatever stage you're at, whether you're a grandfather, father, friend, mentor, businessman, it doesn't matter. God has given you a world and you are responsible to protect that world at all cost. I'm going to put it this way. Your value, gentlemen, is to agree that those around you are safe and secure. Do you know what secure means? They rest in peace. And we can all all do a much better job with that one. Lord, I thank you for the time that we have had together. I thank you for the truth of your word and the challenges that resonate with the highest level of volume in this passage. Such a short verse, but such a powerful and direct verse. We've got a bunch of boys, Lord, and it's time we stand as men. And Lord, this is not just figurative. It's for real. Lord, 
It's time the men get out of the recliner and lead the family. It's time the men get the rear off the couch and talk to their family about the Lord. It's time, Lord, we don't respond. It's time that we steer. And it is in that name of the man, Jesus Christ. Amen. I'm going to ask you to stand. You know, I wanted to tie this in and I want you to catch it before you go. This verse, when it says, act like men. In the Greek, when it talks about Jesus, it uses this phrase. Ton theon anthropon ensuos Christos. Which means, and this is awesome, the God-man, Jesus Christ. So in his example, man, here's my challenge. First, guys, these old altar calls are pretty hard on a fella. We scared to death someone might think something, assume something. But my first question would be, do you know Jesus Christ? And here's, eh, have you surrendered your life? That's something I've been processing a lot. What does that even mean? What does that mean? We say it. And the Lord has revealed to me, there's just areas. There's emotions that I haven't surrendered. There's anger that I haven't surrendered. So gentlemen, what is it? Whether it's emotions, whether it's addictions, whether it's fears, whether it's secrets. It's time that you repent and ask the Lord to forgive you. But gentlemen, if you don't know if you're a Christian or not, I'm going to beg you to come find me, talk to me, reach out to me this week. Let's go to lunch. Please, let's talk about it. Don't live like that. To live courageously, you got to know what you're living for. And gentlemen, we can all do better. Loving our sweet wives. And ladies, let him lead. Don't correct him. Let him go. Let him lead. Let the Lord work in his heart. And you pray for him and you support him. In his absence, maybe you have to do some things, but give him a chance. For our kids, let us pray that we can protect them. For our grandkids, let us pray that we can protect them to our greatest stability. That's all we can do. Lord, I pray that if any man in here is not walking with you as he should, that you'd call him, convict him. Lord, and the same for all of our precious ladies, that you would nurture their heart and and foster revival in all of our lives. Man, another one, if you've never followed in baptism, uh, that that's things we do as, as boys, right? Those are, those are first steps. We need to get that fixed. You can't walk with the Lord in righteousness if you've never followed in baptism, if you're a believer. That's got to be fixed. That's, first, that's your first step. The preceding message was presented by Bayou Vista Baptist Church in Morgan City, Louisiana. For more information about a relationship with Jesus Christ or about Bayou Vista, including contact info, go to the website www.bv.com.
bch.org. Thank you for listening, and may God bless you.